Hey, hey, and welcome to the latest issue of the Three Old Geeks podcast. I am joined once again by the, uh, I'm just going to go with characters from Central Casting. I can't think of anything creative right now. It's okay, we're not creative, so that's why you can't think of us. Uh, well, that, and to start things off, we have the Contrarian, sometimes the Ruinator, the Keeper of the Inner Sanctum, the Numbers Guy, Keith of Keith Comics. Keith, how are you? Oh, got all my dad jokes all lined up for today. It's going to be fun. Uh, throw up a signal before you start uh, hurling those bombs, won't you? <laughs> so I can take shelter. As, as long as Brian does, too. <laughs> And of course, the uh, man with the holes in several of his collections, and who's always wrong, the clown prince of collecting, the dirty old geek, and the pictures guy, Brian, he's one. Brian, how are you? Pull my finger! <laughs> wow. It's like pulling the pin. <laughs> yeah. So I got I got fart jokes and dad jokes to do. Oh, Jesus. That's the same thing. Pull my finger! <laughs> You are so low energy today. How are you doing, Lance? You, you seem very uh, uh, low energy. About low this. energy, but we'll, get, we'll we'll pep things up a little bit. Well, of course, my name is Lance. I am the world's oldest kid sidekick. I am the words guy, and this is just so appropriate. Half of me wants to strangle you guys, and the other half of me wants to hit you with a truck. And this one's for my two face. All right, Brian. This one is uh, this one's. I hope you got some good news to juxtapose the the terrible news that we've gotten this week. Uh, it's been a rough week, uh, admittedly. Uh, the big news this week was Pam Lifford, the uh, president at DC, uh, stepping down. Okay. Uh, to focus on family matters. Running away. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's what it is. Uh, yeah. Things are not going good. So yeah, look at me out here. Uh, Allegedly. Yeah, well, she's gone. So, uh, that was the big news of the week. And uh, she was more executive. She really wasn't like a creative person or anything no, like no, that. No, no, yeah. Man. She was Warner Brothers. Yeah. Uh, but she oversaw the movies and the day-to-day um, comic books. So, we'll see um, where that's going to go in the future. Hopefully back to good. It would be nice to see that. Um, and then we have to get into, of course, uh, this has been just a shit week for the, uh, three old geeks as far as these guys go, uh, worse for the families of these people. But, um, so first we lost, uh, Richard Roundtree, Shaft. The guy who started Black Exploitation. I mean, technically he's the guy who popularized Black Exploitation. They, uh, they called him the first black superhero. He really was. Yeah. And, dude, if I could pull off a leather suit like that, I'd wear one every fucking day. <laughs> Should we be happy, We Cam? would be able to hear Lance coming for He's a bad mother. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, I've got tons of leather cleaner and stuff like that for my car. It'd be all shut. It'd blind you. It'd be great. It's so You're simple. Wiping it down with armor off. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Richard Mall. Uh, hey, my Two Face. Yeah, he's uh, on top of bull. bull. Oh, he was the he was the evil villainous sorcerer in a bunch of eighties sword and sorcery knockoff sword and sorcery. He was literally the bad, bad guy in sword and sorcerer. He uh. I never met him. 
but he seemed like such a nice guy. Yeah, he did. He, just the way he played things. Uh, but yeah, big voice, um, gone. Uh, and then, of course, yesterday, just the, the stunning news. Uh, Matthew Perry at 54. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, to see him in the, the Friends reunion that, that happened not long ago, and thankfully it did, um, he did not look well. No. Well, and the, no secret, he, he lived a, he lived a hard life. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. It, uh, and it took its toll quickly. So, uh, that's, that's, uh. That was a sad week. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of the week before, Suzanne Summers, my entire childhood is being washed away. Well, I'm not going to leave this one on a downer, so. I think the uh, the first self-titled Cars record is the one of the greatest records ever recorded with a couple of clunkers. Did that die too? I'm going to have to. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, listen to that. I'm going to listen to that this week. All right, for this edition of the world famous, and I have the data to prove it, three Old Geeks top three list. Gentlemen, with 15 minutes on the timer, as this particular podcast will drop on Halloween. <gasps> What are your three favorite Halloween memories? And go. Okay, so number three for me, I think I was about 12. Right in that. Yeah, 12. See your first boob, did you? Uh, I did. And it was Smoked incredible. the first cigarette? First, first shot oh, of Oh, Jesus, no. Okay. That was oh, eight. That was, yeah, eight. <laughs> it was. <laughs> but anyway. So we're trick-or-treating and we go to a house and we knock. It was at an apartment building. <clears> we knock on the door. The guy answers. And um, we're trick or treat. It was like nine nine thirty. I mean, it was late. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and the guy's like, "Oh man, who ate all the candy?" <laughs> you hear a guy start laughing inside. And he goes, he goes, "Hold on." And he comes back, and he just gave us each a beer. <laughs> oh, Dude ate all the candy, man. Sorry, he had the munchies. Here you go. So we ran. 12-year-olds with a beer. Woo! We drank it. It was fun. <laughs> but I just remember that. Who ate all the candy, man? Oh. Sounds like a Cheech and Chong skin yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It was Dave? It. Dave's not here. <laughs> it was funny. Bowl's empty and you can hear the guy laughing. So, yeah, that's... Well, in true Keith fashion, I read things differently when you text them to me. Because you're the numbers guy. Yes, yes. It's, it's Well, this didn't have a number. Well, top three. That's I guess there's a number in there. I was going to say uh, Linda Vanderklok's murder in Halloween, the first Halloween. That's PJ Souls. Oh. I was going Memories from Halloween, the movie. Oh. So, oh, how fun. So that kind of mistake. How fun that you did that. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately... Uh, Lance's look doesn't translate into the podcast well, but if you were sitting here right now, <laughs> that might be one of your favorite you Halloween find, memories. You find out how, how much trouble I'm actually in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be a talking to when this is over. <laughs> how did you even? Why? Why in God's name would you look at that? Halloween? What do you think that is? A movie? No! It's, it's I op- find it ironic that you were ranting that you love Halloween last week, and oh, and I don't hate anything about fall. Okay. okay. <laughs> sure. I, I, I love Halloween movies. 
Except for the last one. Last well, one at least sucked. you got well, last 47 of them to yeah, choose yeah. great Halloween, memories from. Halloween Ends was horrible. It was That was bad. Oh, okay. So, what do you got? All right. Um, well, growing up, I was fortunate enough to have a grandmother that sewed. Oh. And uh, for grade school, I pretty much had the best costume out of anybody there. So, I literally had... Uh, a hand-sewn Luke Skywalker tunic. Uh, my dad took a pair of old snow boots and wrapped gauze around them and sprayed them white for me. I had the I had the lightsaber and the blaster and the whole thing. Uh, one year I was a Viking and I had uh, you know like the full quilted like armor and a fur vest wow. and furry boots and a big beard and stuff like that and. Uh, I had some of the fucking best homemade fucking Halloween costumes growing up, and I have my my sainted grandmother to thank for it. So. You made none of that stuff. That was all. But yeah, but it's I cool. Grandma did that. Grandma Damn. Did that. I didn't. Okay, so for me, the next one would be. Uh, so my brother had a bit of a reputation. My older brother. As what? Uh, he was a stud. Oh, okay. He was a stud. Um, so, so what did he give you? Condoms? But <laughs> you fucking weirdo, man. <laughs> no. Uh, so we were out, and again, it was late, and we were uh, we were trick or treating, and so uh, some kids ran and grabbed our candy, our bags, and I said, "I'll have my brother kick your ass." And the guy stopped, and he goes, "Oh yeah, who's your brother?" So I told him my brother's name. The guy actually stopped the other kid, and they walked back and handed us our candy back. <laughs> wow, your brother was a son. Jesus wow. Christ. And then we, uh, oh, that's a reputation. Did, we did hung you take, out with did them. Did you take their candy then? Yeah. No, give us yours too. <laughs> no, then we hung out with them for the rest of the night. We had a great time. It was fun. But yeah, that was my brother. Uh, I, yeah. Oh, no, there were girls that would uh, hang out with me to meet my brother. Wow. Yeah, we had uh, on our... Uh, we had a barn on our property, and it was the, the barn. And it was like the party place. When's your brother going to be on the show? I want to meet him now. Oh, he lives, no. Uh, <laughs> he lives by Maddie J. Oh, he's out in Florida, yeah. isn't he? We need a road trip. Yeah. The brother's episode. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. Yeah, he thinks there's more than just that Halloween <laughs> oh, story yeah, yeah. behind it. But you know that. what? It was a great story because uh, they stopped and brought the candy back, and sorry, and they were apologizing, and... And it was great. It was just cool to have that, you know, it's one of those little no. 70s memories. You guys got all the cool memories. I went well, tell us what your next What's favorite your number movie two scene there? is. Okay. <laughs> What's your number two Halloween movie uh, scene? <laughs> well, obviously it's Bob. Bob getting killed when he gets a knife through the... Head and he's hanging there on the wall. Oh, twitching? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was fucking great. That was, <laughs> that was fucking great. Oh, man, yeah. I had to look up his name because I'm like, shit. I don't even know who that is. Oh, that's Bob. Yeah. PJ Souls, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. Bob, Bob was just nasty. Yeah. Strangling him and then puts a knife to Oh, him. and he just is twitching. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the first movie just, scenes that just, ever made just, me cringe where I was just, oh, my God, you could feel it. It's the way Michael the, sort of tilts his head. Yeah. Trying to figure out what. Yeah, there's just nothing there, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good scene. Okay. All right, so in college, 
and I have to lance this one up a little bit and, and put the put the downer bit on it. Uh, uh, in college, I was working at a comic store, and oh, that's uh, pretty sad. Oh, so good. <laughs> the, the, the downer part. And uh, I had discovered a really cool <laughs> comic called The Crow. <gasps> So I decided to dress up as the crow for Halloween. Oh. And went to the bars and, and everybody was like, what are you supposed to be, like a vampire clown? Or, I don't, I'm not getting this. You know, like, are you like a rock star clown? Or, and, and, and the movie came out like three years later and there was a million crows. Yes. So I was ahead of the curve there. However, the comic store that I worked at had a midnight Halloween party in which I was shown for the very first time Mystery Science Theater. And I remember this episode. is The episode's called Pod People. It's still my favorite episode to date. And it is my introduction to Mystery Science Theater. And I have, let's see, I'm going on 30 years of watching Mystery Science Theater. So that is one of my fondest memories of Halloween. Wow. It was nice. like your uh, your gateway drug. You're always yeah. chasing that. Uh, yeah, you're always chasing that first one. And yeah. the first one, there's parts of it that still, 30 years later, can still crack me up. So <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, number one for me was uh, not only being able to go with my kids trick-or-treating, because that was fun. And I remember well, one night I got home late from work, and uh, Ronnie would not go without uh, without me. So we had almost no time. So we were just cruising. It was it was rushed, trick or treating. But man, we knocked Speed. out. Speed. We we knocked out. Yeah, get up there. Get up. Get up. Get up. We we got him some candy. We got. They'll give a candy bags. within two seconds. We're leaving. Go to the next one. But going out with my uh, my nieces and nephews too. <clears throat> just that was fun. Once the kids got older. And... That's oh, cool. Just the trick or treating memories you of the kids. Great trick or treating memories. I do, I do. I had this stupid fucking store. I never got to go trick or treating. Yeah, because you've had the store since you were eight. No, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I couldn't go trick-or-treating with my kids. Oh. No, you know what? You couldn't. No, no, I couldn't. So I don't oh. have anything like that. I do have wow. a memory with my daughter. It, it's Halloween-related. They used to have these giant film things at the Portage Theater downtown. And they'd show all the black-and-white old horror movies. And they do it right around Halloween. We'd go... We sit there for I think it was twelve hours. Oh my time. god! Said watch everything. The only the only movie her and her friend couldn't take was uh, Phantom of the Opera because there, there's no talking. It was yeah, it was a silent yeah. movie. <laughs> so, so that's when we got food. But no, it was great watching. You know, they had uh, the Bat. They had a bunch of the old oh. movies that were like not you know not like Universal teenage, classics. Yeah, or I was a teenage werewolf. We watched and bunch of things. So I really like that one. The, Hitting the pendulum, yes, stuff like that. So it was very cool. I mean that that, uh, uh, and of course they have Costello meet Frankenstein. I still love that movie. Spangoli shows it at, at once a year, every yep. time yep. in October. It still is a fucking great movie. Yes. Well, it I will played, always be a great. I movie. played. That's what most of that stuff we watched is on my playlist here every Halloween, around Halloween. I started playing that stuff. So, yeah, that that uh, I'm gonna go with that. that Fuck that uh, Michael Myers guy. I'm actually going to go with a good... Aww. Aww. And so, his heart grew three sizes that day. <laughs> so now it's the size of peanut. Okay. <laughs> all right. I might have mentioned this one before, but my favorite Halloween memory of all time is 
when I was in grade school, there was an older lady that lived next door to my friend, Mark Sheroshovich. Mark, thank you. And we would run. She was the first house that we'd hit between second grade and fifth grade because she didn't give out candy. Comic books were a nickel or a dime at the time, and she gave out comic books. Oh, I thought you were going to say she showed you her breasts. No, yeah. that's a completely that, that was a little bit older. She was a nudist. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> trick or treat, trick. <laughs> so for for oh, it's a treat. Between second and fifth grade, I got a new comic book every Halloween. It was oh. great. And uh, you guys didn't like switch costumes, go up again, and get more. I was not that clever at the time. Oh, I, we, I wish we I would have done that. When there was someone getting out full size candy bars. Oh, full size candy we, bars! We, that we, was gold. We switch costumes. My my buddy the comic books, man. That would yeah, be that awesome. was I, I, awesome. I, I, I um yeah, do it now. They just look at you like you're fucking weird. Well, yeah. Plus, you're just gonna throw five dollars in somebody's bag now or something We're, like we that. We give away comic books at our house every year. Do you really? Yeah. Comic got, books and candy. Yeah, I got fucking look at the boxes. I I gotta go think of a costume now. I could. What's your address? <laughs> it's okay. Just show up. <laughs> Drag or treat. <laughs> hey, but hey, you got oh, any matches that I need a light? Give him, give him an Archie. <laughs> I love Archie. Hey, here's a Wendy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good little witch. All right. Uh, we have three minutes for honorable mentions. If anybody oh. has any, God, now I got to think. No, I wasn't. All right, well, well, again, going and, like ripping off people by changing costumes. <laughs> actually, actually, the, the year after we did that, we actually brought extra costumes. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but you haven't been, dude. How many times did somebody give out a full size candy bar in your neighborhood? Where'd you live in? Fucking no, in the, Beverly Hills or something like that. What the what, fuck? The, no, the you would get those. Yeah, seventies. That's all. You, they didn't have the mini ones. They didn't. Yeah. Uh, so they, you know, some of them give you. In the, okay, so I'm the the age difference between you two guys and me must be enough because I do not remember anything but fun size candies. Oh uh, no! I, and then of course you get the people giving out the the candy corn shit. Yeah, you get the candy yeah. corn. You oh. get popcorn balls. Were big popcorn balls. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you get Apples a full size like a full then. size Snickers. Yeah. You get full size uh, Hershey bars because those uh, those were cheap. Dollar bars. Yeah, yeah, but the Hershey bars and yeah. then the Hershey with almonds. Yeah, yeah. Those were cheap. And you'd get those, but you get somebody giving out a thousand dollar or a million. Milky Ways or, uh, the or, or Snickers, or, or Three wow. Musketeers. Are you kidding me? I, I'd never even Reese's. heard of full size can- giving out full size candy bars until like recently. Oh, uh, you, you get was, like, Tootsie Rolls, Jolly Ranchers. Oh, you get those those peanut red peanut things with the, the peanut butter things that were oh, the, red. Yeah, the kisses, the red, black like, and black or orange. orange. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah so those I think are this peanut butter taffy. Yeah, yeah, you get that, and you go. Or but cir- I still like circus those. peanuts. Oh, I do. Oh, circus peanuts are the devil's food. I know, oh. but you get them. It's yeah. Easy, and you'd avoid that one. But someone gave out full candy. candy. Go, we'd go walk up and we You know what you didn't? We'd get the homemade shit. Like people would put things Oh, Rice Krispie Treats. Yeah, Rice Krispie yeah. Treats. Yeah, people do that. Oh, wow. Uh, That's before you had to check them for razor blade. Yeah, and, there was no razor blade yeah, talk or yeah. poison talk. Yeah. We'd just fucking eat that shit because it was good. We'd eat it while we're walking. Yeah. Shit didn't even make it home. We, we Rice Krispie treats, man. We need Are you the kidding energy. me? That was fucking, that's gold. We got 4,000 more hot shit. All Load right. I got yeah. to say this is my oh, honorable those, mention. Those. Um, again, when I was in grade school, um, Walter Payton, before he moved to Barrington, lived in Arlington Heights. Oh, oh wow. And uh, we would walk the extra five blocks 
Oh, you guys are troopers. And uh, and well, I actually walked the extra five blocks to yeah. shovel his shovel his uh, driveway in the winter too. But and nice. But wow. uh, there was always the rumor for the first couple of years, like, oh, he's giving away footballs. And so you know, oh, we're going over. And, but and to his credit, he was a super nice guy. He didn't send his wife. He didn't, you know, have somebody. He handed out the candy, and he was really nice well, to everybody. To um. Back in the day, we would start trick-or-treating around 4 because you'd get home from school and yeah. you were already in your costume. But till 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah especially like in that kind of 5th to like 6th, 7th grade, you could stay out a little later and stuff like Question, that. What Harley Race give away? Wasn't he a neighbor of yours or something? Uh, you know what? I was never there for Halloween. I okay. spent the summers. Okay. <laughs> I would spend the summers, so I did not. Yeah, I didn't. Yes, yeah, so Harley Race would give out a, a pack of uh, Marlboros yeah. and, a, and a shot of vodka or yeah. something like yeah, that. Here, hey, we played catch here, with them. That was great. There's a six-pack of beer. <laughs> All right, that was our favorite. Uh, Halloween memories, let us know what yours are. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, for this week's edition of Sunday Afternoon Kung Fu Theater, we watched... <laughs> this is the part that gets cut out so it sounds better we watched 2010's Legend of the Fist Return of Chen Zen starring or actually I'm I'm really off here directed by Anthony Lau screenplay by Chung Chi Xing Gordon Chan Philip Lau Frankie Tan and a cast of thousands starring podcast favorite Donnie Yen Shu Kui Anthony Wong Huang Bo Oh boy, Kohada Ryuchi, Akira. Oh, this is a really long list here. Okay, we're gonna keep, we're bunch s- of guys. We're gonna a bunch of guys. Uh, for the record, and Keith will delve into the uh, the background of this guy. Uh, the, Donnie Lee or Donnie Yen is playing Chen Zhen, who is one of the characters who is most famously played by not only podcast favorite Donnie Yen but podcast favorite Jet Li. And podcast favorite Bruce Lee all the way back in the seventies. Everyone's 70s. favorite Bruce Lee. So yes, you have, uh, and this kind of delves. Uh, it, he starts off being uh, just uh, a, like a college. In the other movies, he's like a college kid who who's uh, fighting the oppression of Japan. And this is right before the Second Sino-Japanese War, in which uh, the Japanese are kind of occupying Shanghai. And uh, uh, he is. This is essentially a Kato movie, for lack of a better. The Masked Warrior. The Masked Warrior, but the Masked Warrior is Kato. Yeah. Yes. Easily. And uh, yes, like you... Zoro and all those other masked people rise up against tyranny. And you know what? I, I wondered, and I didn't know how old Kato as a character was. Kato dates back to the radio serial days. So 30s? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this would have been 20s. Yeah. So you wonder if there was something that inspired Cato. You know what I mean? And I Again, did not look a, at that. It's a, it's a chicken or the egg thing, but um, yeah, so you have the oppressive Japanese and man, when, the, when Hong Kong cinema riffs on the oppressive Japanese, there's like not one, every single one of them is a fucking torturing bastard. What interests me, and, and we've watched enough of these now, 
And especially Donnie Yen does these period pieces. Yes. And so I look at our period pieces and go, I wonder how much of that is propaganda, how much of theirs is propaganda. Because yeah. it isn't made for us. No. I mean, it, whether we watch it or not, who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, to see the history. and you, oh. Yeah, and you bring up a valid point that this is another one where it's, it's it's a historical drama with some kung fu in it. Yes, I mean it kind of borders on a superhero movie. Yes, but um, mostly a, a, and and one thing that I think Hong I, I keep saying Hong Kong I'm not even sure it's Hong Kong anymore but but that that Chinese cinema does I think better than we do is is on these period pieces they they have casts of thousands they have you know tons of land they probably. It, there, everything felt right in this. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like every the, the the set the set dressing, the costumes, the cars. It was a really well done period piece. Oh, definitely. I also think they generally give more depth to the villains, the bad the bad guys, than we do. Okay, so yeah. was the was the 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 Japanese general? I mean, with the exception of you killed my father, which is a, a, as old a trope as you know yeah. the Shaw brothers. Was he really a, a character? Um, as, as, I, I just thought he was the cruel general who hated Chinese people. I guess. I mean, I, I deep-dived this one, so I watched, like, you know, all of them. Fist of Fury, Fist of Fury 2. Um, what, Fist the, of Legend. Fist of Legend. Yeah, I watched as much as I could. Well, this is supposedly a direct sequel to Fist of Legend. Yes. And they just, they just didn't get Jet Li to do this. No. No. So this is this is Chen Zhen as a older man, and, and Jet Li might have problems playing it because him and his produ- whatever the production of Fearless, or Fearless, yeah, he got sued. He over was sued that. by the the family of the master guy, uh, Julio. I, you're, Julio, you're, uh, yeah, Julio sued him because he was in. Dead well, I would him. look him up, but your bang up internet again went down. This way, people can't call for help. <laughs> Not that you need help here, Keith Comics. I won't give you any. Yeah, um, he won't. He won't. So um, it's H H U O. It's his first name and his last name. Is Whoa. Yeah. Wanjia. Okay, Wanjia, who founded the Chinwu Athletic Association. Yes. So. Uh, and that's the that's the sign he's staring at in the yeah. in some of the cutscenes. Gently into playing that that guy in a, the movie Fearless, and they got sued by. Descendants of Huo, or how do you pronounce that? Huo. Huo. Okay. Huo. Okay. Wanjia. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, you always amazing. And that guy's a real guy. Yes, he was. And who actually was poisoned. Uh, Supposedly by, I don't by, think they By the Japanese. By the Japanese. He, yeah. There's been lots of speculation how he was also taking medicine because he was sick a lot, so, and some of it contained arsenic. Because they later exhumed his his wife's body, and he did have signs of arsenic poisoning. Wow! Look so. at this guy. I mean, bro, looks like Keith Keith did the deep dive this time. Oh, I don't know. Keith, just, yeah, Keith took it on. I just, Keith took it on. I've, I like I said, I was amazed. There's been like six, fifteen or sixteen different uh, either movies or TV shows about both Wo and Chen. And even though Chen wasn't the real guy, 
Yeah, there's kind of like a interpretation of yeah. some of his Well, students. there wasn't he uh Woe did have a, his number one disciple and but he did Bob look, Pinkerton. How'd you know? He doesn't get talked about much. Well, they can't pronounce his name in China. Yeah. The Pinkertons they figure are all over here. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Are you playing me for Halloween? I'm playing you. And it he's, seems he's, on this. he's still annoyed, so it's all the same. So, uh, yes, you have. Um, uh, first of all, I did not know, and Brian, you're you're more of a. I used to be a history buff, but uh, my knowledge of World War One is pretty limited. There was Chinese interest in World War One in France. You know what that that interested me too because I hadn't I didn't know that. Okay, neither did I. I did not. But essentially, yes, uh, Chen Zing goes to war, his friend gets killed, and when he returns to China, he says he's the, he's this, his friend. Yes. So he falls in with um, a, a, a nightclub owner who's also kind of a gangster. Uh, and uh, Though he seems to be an honorable man. Yeah, there is honor among thieves sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but yes, there's two um, there's two kind of warring warlord general guys, and the Japanese are gonna want to kill one of them in order to kind of destabilize the region and stuff like that. And uh, he <clears throat> throws on the Kato suit and uh, starts uh, saving people, saving people, and it's it. It's pretty damn cool. I love yeah. the fact they have a Kato suit up in the window. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was wondering if there was something like, yeah, it was like a department store, and, I, and there was a sign behind it. Like, I wanted to know what, what, like, what did this represent? Yeah. You know, yeah. The masked Avenger. Yeah, you too can be a chauffeur. Yeah, yeah, a masked chauffeur. Uh, yeah. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny that a they show him stop and look at it. And then they show the suit, yeah. and then they show him jump out. Yeah. Da da da! Yeah. And he's in the suit, and then they cut back to show the empty mannequin. Yeah, yeah. like like we could we would have yeah we would have wondered where he got the suit. Well, Shen was a master disguise. That mustache. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Next to Clark Kent's glasses, yeah. that's the best disguise I've ever seen. So uh, basically, the 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 main crux of the plot is that. Uh, there's this list of anti-Japanese or, or you know, the kill list. Well, they, it's they, a kill they, they list. They give a kill list, yeah, to to the the the, to the Japanese general and, and a challenge to Chen to to save these people. Yeah, and uh, there are. I mean, I'm not saying this was torture porn. This was more like torture Cinemax. You know, kind of that step-down softcore yes. torture porn? <laughs> yeah. But, damn. Th- <clears throat> this like, wasn't hostile. Yeah. But it, but there was a, a lot of manual strangulation, which I found was really... I mean, and, and, and again, not knowing the the history, I don't know if that was the Japanese way of execution or something like that, but it there was a lot of manual strangulation. In this. Uh, the, there was a brutality to this film that I, that actually made me uncomfortable. Yeah. The, the opening scene... Where he fights the the, well they weren't Nazis but the German yeah, um, was just incredible yeah no it was this was big budget, you know there was a mask involved so technically it's a superhero film but it this they did not skip and, oh no and, and the, the opening scene in the the trenches or the, the kind of a I shouldn't say the trenches but in World War One 
was was as good as any as I ever yeah. seen. Yeah, I actually didn't know there was a whole lot of fighting in France in World War One. <clears throat> but all the fighting was in France in World War One. No, there was the the trench warfare in in England, which is what I knew. Of. Oh no, um, oh maybe it was France. There's, there, no, they didn't. There was no. Maybe it was France. England. I think it was, dude. I think it was all France. Maybe I've just watched the English movies. <laughs> that could just be. <laughs> Maybe Black Adder should have been. I should have watched more than just that. Uh, <laughs> no, now I want to. Now I'm going to fucking spend some time on World War One. Shit. Uh, I learned that because I didn't know. Much like much of my life, I learned that because of an, an Iron Maiden song. So, which one? Passion there. It's a. It's a later one. Oh, oh, yeah, I don't do later, maybe. You don't? I don't. Uh, uh, <laughs> no longer Maiden, probably. But anyway, you get into the the, the nightclub scene, uh, which I found to be really interesting. And then the, the spies, the fucking uh, cigarette girl, yeah. when he starts figuring out what was going on. Yeah, like, hey, you don't smoke. Why did you get a pack of cigarettes? Yeah. You know? yeah. And then that's their signaling device or whatever. And right. And they uh, would write the names on the cigarette. So as she smoked, it, the yeah. evidence was gone. Yeah. Uh, and then she gets that photograph, and they kill all the people, and then rape his sister. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. talk about a character that I wanted dead. Yeah, I just yes. wanted her fucking dead, and you knew. Oh no the the one cat the one the second in command of the general, mm-hmm. he was. Oh yeah. After that, I was like, "Wow!" I give him about ten more minutes here before he gets clipped. Uh, the chick, Kiki, Kiki. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh no, I wanted her. and who? Shh, what's her name? I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, actress Blake Kiki. Shuki. 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 She did a phenomenal job. She oh, just did. And this is another one where there's Donnie Yen is is not just a kung fu guy. No. No. He's an actor. He's an actor. No, he yeah. Yeah. But Probably. she portrayed that she yeah, she didn't want to be where she was. Yeah. Uh and and she was not the vicious like the cigarette girl. Yeah. Was just yeah, she was a she was a, she was a John Wick. Yeah. Um. But not a lot of fight scenes. But when they kicked in, yeah, holy yeah. fuck! They were holy lightning fast. Fuck. They were extreme. I mean, and and it was like kicking guys out of you know everybody landed on something yeah. everybody yeah. landed yeah. on something yeah. awkwardly there's one guy who flies out the window who lands like <laughs> head first on like a handrail ouch yeah. ouch I, i'm sure that had to be a dummy it could a not have been a person stunt or something like that it could it, not have there's been a no way no. no uh yeah there was um and and the filming was so spot on I, and it they, made you feel the action. Dare I say it, and Keith, you went back and watched. I mean, Danny Yen's a well-established fan of Bruce Lee. There was a couple of little shoulder yeah, shimmies yeah. and stuff like that. And I remember specifically Enter the Dragon, where it was, the the kind of lineup and wait to get kicked. Yeah. And this felt like Bruce Lee's lineup and wait to get kicked amongst 50 guys. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, 
and Jet Li did like an equally amazing job. Right, that's one of my favorite in in, uh, in Fist of Legend. That's yeah. top five Lance's fight scenes of all time. Yeah, that that's just amazing. When but uh, you know, again, it was different times. You you had different um, degrees of stunt people yeah. too. You can throw forty people at him. So you know what I mean. Yeah, Bruce, and Bruce Lee did go in and clean out the the opposing. Masters Dojo, and just like every other 1960s, 70s Kung Fu thing. But I think that specifically with this chance, there's always got to be, in, in in all the ones that I've seen at least, yeah. there's always, and, and in this one it was the climax of the movie, but it's the lone guy going into the Japanese Dojo yeah. And, yeah. and kicking all the, the yeah. Japanese yeah. guys' ass. Yeah. And I'm sure that, that also, because it was made in China, to have that, uh, that statement of about that time. Yeah, and, and it's almost like, you know, oh, you know you the, the metaphor for the lone man, the lone Chinese one, guy standing against the... One man yeah. can make a difference. Right? It's just like you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and having him at almost 47 <laughs> take off his fucking shirt. I mean, I almost look like that in the mirror before I go to take a shower. In the mirror. In the mirror. He's got a funny bit. Because you have a He's vivid got a imagination. He's here from, from uh, Vampire what? Circus going. <laughs> it just pushes and sculpts things. Yeah. Uh, when I'm hopping. Yeah, I do that. Uh, I Give me a break. D- does the guy age? I, I'm fairly certain he does not. Because I, I think he's 60 right now and he was just in the John Wick movie. Yeah, yeah. So. He, he stays in shape. I mean. Studying martial arts and doing them all the time, you probably stay in shape. Well, his wife is um, eighteen years younger than him. Okay, you said why do you say he's in shape? Uh, he better. She's a model. He's Donnie fucking yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just <saying>. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be the guy sneaking around behind his back. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you're married to who? Yeah, okay, no. Walking away. Mrs. Yen? What? No. 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 There's no night of passion worth that. I'm sorry, I was reading something involving you two out. I I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll take I'll go find Connor Krieger's wife and take her instead, (laughs) because I might survive that one. <laughs> uh, interesting film. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. I, and again, key to the deep dive, I have not seen Fist of Fury with the original Bruce Lee in a long time. I think I'm going to go back and watch that one. I, w- I would. I would recommend it. And, uh, I'm trying to find Fist of Fury. The, the Donnie Yen portrayed this character in 1995 for a TV series. 30 episode TV series. Really? Yeah. And I'm trying to find that to buy that in language I can understand. And, you know, so. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was his second time portraying Shenzhen. Oh, okay. And like I said. All right, so we get another period kung fu epic here with a good heap and helping of superhero antics. I mean, dude, that, that sum up right there. That's good enough for me. Yeah. Uh, Four deadly venoms for me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that. That was I, I'd watch this one again. I'll I really like this one. I'll go four one. and a half. 
Wow. Yeah, I really like this one. How does like, this rank yeah, amongst the uh, portrayals of Chen Zen that you've seen? Keith? You know, it, it it's it's up there. I mean, the the I liked the, I liked Jet Li a little the, bit better. Yes, I gently Jet Li's was a better uh because he was a younger more, man back. He was like a, he was a he was and, school and, age, like and had college. a little bit more depth to the character yeah. outside of the the fighting everyone. Uh, so I, yeah, I did like that one better. Uh, but yeah, he's 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 done again. He's just amazing. Like I said, I want to go back and find this TV show because that was 30, 45 minute episodes, so they could do a lot more with the characterization too. Give All right, a well, bit more behind them. We tracked that one down. We might have a new series we got to watch. They have TV shows in China. Yes, they, they did. They, they don't huh. anymore, okay? They discontinued it yeah, yeah, last year. Yeah. I didn't think they did. No? They don't have Winnie the Pooh. They don't. That was Legend of the Fist, Return of Chen Zen. Give it a watch. Let us know what you think. All right, so for Spooky Season, we are celebrating the films of Hammer. And we just watched 1972's Vampire Circus, directed by Robert Young. Screenplay by Judson Kinberg, if that is your real name, with a story by George Bard and Wilbur Stark, and starring Adrian Korn, Anthony Higgins, John Mulder Brown, Lynn Frederick, Lala Ward, Lala Ward, and Robin Sachs. And uh, so this is '72, and this was Hammer. If um. It was for late night Cinemax. This was uh, this was a little saucy. This was saucy, and very seventies. But there's a yeah. lot to dig into in this movie. I was very excited uh, to I see, see a it. page full of notes. There, there Brian. is a page full of notes. All right. Well, you have the. Uh, I, I, I. It turns out this was uh, set in uh, uh, Serbia. I thought it was Germany. But you have the the Count uh, Count uh, Mittenhouse, who is kidnapping children to, of course, because he's a vampire in the sense that uh, he was a very seventies vampire with the open shirt and he had the great hairstyle and stuff like that. Uh, he kidnaps uh, the schoolmaster's uh, daughter and and feasts on her blood and kills her. His wife. Uh, is orgasmic over the death, so the, the schoolmaster con- convinces the townsfolk to go and slay this this creature of the night. They do indeed, but he has a cousin, Emil, oh, and Emil, Emil is uh, is uh, part of the circus of the night. So, uh, fifteen years later, uh, the town of Stelt is or Stettel, I'm sorry, plagues uh, it. Is, is being hit by a plague. It is blockaded by the Emperor's army, and the circus is the only one to miraculously get through the, the cordon line, and uh, it turns out it, it is the circus of the night, and Emil wants to get even because he's going to slay the town's children in order to resurrect, and resurrect his cousin, the Count. And the horror ensues. He finds a girlfriend, too. <laughs> what do you, uh, you got all the notes. I do. Okay. I do. Many notes. Many things that you didn't mention right away, but I'm going to. Okay, well, why don't you pick up well, my slack there, Brian? a huge pause waiting for you to... First, we did not mention that the strong man, played by David Prowse... Oh, shit, that was David Prowse? That's Darth Vader. Holy shit, dude. Yes, he's, he's 
Frankenstein and two other horror film or Hammer films. But uh, <coughs> yeah, that's Darth Vader. Fuck, dude, I had no idea. And the name you stumbled over, Lala Ward, was the fourth Doctor's companion, Romana. Oh, with, the uh, which uh, the, the barbarian. Baker, she was like the barbarian lady, right? And the the wife of Tom Baker. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Tegan was the. Tegan oh, was not the, Tegan. Leela. 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 I'm sorry. Leela was the 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 warrior woman. Yeah. Uh, Romana was the. Uh, she was as smart as the Time Lords. She was also Tom Baker's uh, wife. Came oh, in, yeah. Oh. And was replaced by yes. <laughs> Romana. Yes. There was another Romana. Um. I, I just was surprised that you didn't mention Darth Vader. I com- did. He. I did not do it as deep a dive as you did. Apparently, Brian. There's a reason we keep you around. <laughs> um, you know, it's weird. He never signed. David Prowse is the strong man on anything. I know. I know. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with that guy? <laughs> he he had a, he had a chance to uh, to really uh, shine, and he never took it. Uh, but this film has many, you know, many shaking a pen doesn't work on. <laughs> I I'm just doing it to because, but it helps my vocals. Okay, uh, many uh, connections to Doctor Who, and I am going to share them with you now. Adrian Corey, who plays the Gypsy Woman, yeah, the head Gypsy Woman, who's really Anna, the school. Uh, master's wife correct uh who i kept feeling really bad for him because she's fucking naked in front of the whole town uh though she was hot she was very hot Dominie blythe who played her this was her first uh feature-length film she was a a fairly famous actress in um in england but stage uh this was the only nude scene she had done on film unfortunately uh, but she did start out, her first play was uh, O Calcutta, which is a complete nude play. Um, but anyway, so she was Mina in the Leisure Hive with, you guessed it, the fourth Doctor and Lala Ward as Romana. So those two had been in the Leisure Hive. So if you want to look it up, you can. It's a great episode. Uh, Thorley Walters, who was the Burgermeister. Yes. Yeah, Okay. Uh, he played Watson in my favorite film, Sherlock Holmes, Smarter Brother. Uh-huh. So, wow. Okay. Was he uh, also in Ch- Ch- Bang Bang or something? No, he's I don't something give a else. fuck. Okay. Uh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. You're right. Continue. <laughs> Lawrence Payne, who played Albert Mueller, the schoolmaster, yeah. was also Joinson Destari in is The Two that? Doctors. Which was the sixth doctor, Colin Baker, and the second doctor, um, whose name just fucking left my brain, Patrick Troughton. Um, Mo. <laughs> but Dastari is, is, that, is uh, that, an anagram for TARDIS. Uh, it's but he was not a Time Lord. Uh, he was just a bright guy. Lynn Frederick, who plays Dara Mueller, was the, uh, or Dora, Dora Mueller. Dora Mueller. Uh, she was the fourth wife of Peter Sellers. Who, uh, when he died, she got everything. And his kids, who he never got along with, uh, sued the shit out of her. But she died of, at 39 of basically alcoholism. She drank herself to death. She was. Uh, she also married David Frost after um, Peter Sellers. She did not have a happy life for um, 
kind of the promise that she had at that time, which was really sad. She was actually discovered um, for her girl next door looks, and uh, she said, um, and John Brown, who uh, was Schlitt, Schilt, 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 Schlitt, 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 Schlitt Malt He was the Slit. <laughs> um, he was in uh, Doctor Who and the Daleks, which was, of course, the movie with Peter Cushing as the Doctor. That was an American-made movie, wasn't it? No. no. The, uh, that was the one with um, the Eighth Doctor. Oh. Uh, what's his name? I thought name? there was one that was also American-made. One of the old ones. From, but I could uh, be it, wrong. If... if I then could, that would be it. You, I I, you, I don't know. I know, I know you're talking Paul uh, Paul McCann. Paul McCann would have been or McGann. McGann, and yeah, with um, what's his name? Uh, Eric Roberts. Is Eric the Roberts is the master. Who actually yes. did a great job as it. But my brain is fucking going. Man. But uh, that also, I, did, you know what? I'm going to look and see if Doctor Who and it, the Daleks was a. They also made a. It um, might have been made. I don't know. I remember it was a something because you could get it here before you could get any other Doctor Who shit. Anyway, we're uh, not talking so about we're that talking a, Vampire Circus. I, I know, that, but, I but there were so many connections to Doctor Who. There was not one phone booth in that whole movie, though. So It was Serbia, not London. It's Serbia. And actually, uh, the name of the town is an Anglicization of Shtetl, which was a Jewish visit village in Serbia. That's what it tra- basically translates to. Uh, but there were no Jews here because, of obviously, there were priests. <laughs> well, yeah, and Ever. funny you should mention religion. Because they were kind of, and I think Hammer's kind of famous for this. Like, the, the, the vampire twins follow the schoolmaster's daughter into what is blatantly, obviously, the chapel in this manor house, yeah. right? And they're creeping and they're crawling and she climbs up into the rafters. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, there's a cross here! And they start, and it was like, wait, what? Wasn't there something, it's not just the cross, it's like the holy ground and the, the belief it's behind belief, it and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. And I don't think she had to see it. That's the weird part. I see it now, now something's happening. Yeah, it was like, it was like, you, one of those like. You walk around with your eyes closed. What? Wait. However, the resulting kill off of that. Yes. Which is she tips the the large wooden cross off the rafters, kills the impales the girl, impales the girl, and it's like the Corsican twins yes. because the vampires are twins. It kills her brother. Yes, and then like his, his chest bursts into flame, and, yeah. and it, it, I thought that was really cool. Yes, with I the exception like that. of yeah. the setup. Yeah. However, the best, one of the most quality vampire kills as soon as I, I have saw it. ever seen. As soon as yeah. I saw it, I went, "This is why he texted." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got uh, the schoolmaster is uh, is pursuing the uh, uh, Emil the 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 were panther vampire or whatever into the into the crypts. They they resurrect Count Mittenhouse. He pulls the stake out of Count Mittenhouse and shove it in the meal. Was anybody else? Did anybody else through that entire film yell, "Take the stake out"? Well, I Take did. The I stake did. Out. I did. I did when when they were like bleeding people and little blood drops yeah. showing up on his chest. I'm like. No, that just, was cool. And I thought that was cool, like the way that the it was like the drop hit his chest and yeah, then it like yeah, it it, absorbed it. Absorbed it. I was like, how did they? Do, it was obviously practical effects. How did they do that? That was really cool. Just pull the stick. Well, no, you but can, that's the thing. I you no, guys are idiots. 
Now, I had either seen this in... in a, it, I know that's, a, that's the rule in D&D, is if you stake a vampire through the heart, and you and that just stops them. It doesn't kill them. Yeah. So if you pull it out, they get back you up to, again. You yes. Decapitate them. you got to decapitate them. And then put the head far Somewhere, away. Somewhere, yeah. yeah. So when he pulled the stake out, I was like, oh, well, the count's coming back, right? Yeah, yeah. So the count comes back. The schoolmaster has the crossbow... His, uh, no, uh, the schoolmaster's son, isn't it? No, the schoolmaster's oh, school son. This is, uh, the, uh, shot, shot a meal. This is the burgermeister's yeah. son. Picks up the crossbow, and again, conveniently, it has, like, a cross shaped, like, bracket on there, which causes <laughs> the vampire to recoil. They're fucking glows, and well, that was a great effect, well, by the I, way. I think, I think that's all when the scene glows. It's like, yeah. everything, you know. However, but he is. It is he called is, a crossbow. Just <laughs> that's what I was kind of going. I was going. I was literally going. It's a crossbow. Are they really? Oh, okay. They're going there. But the the in the struggle, the the bolt from the crossbow is lost. So the kid wraps the crossbow around the count's head, pulls the trigger, and the bowstring beheads him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking decapitates fucking, him. I was like, you got to be fucking killing me. That was fucking Genius. brilliant. You fucking know, brilliant. This was a um. God, there was a lot of shit to this movie, uh, but this was pretty gruesome for Hammer. Okay, it was. Again, I know Hammer was is, is <clears throat> has a reputation, and it's very obvious. It's very titillating. This was very overt, like nudity. I mean, there was like pretty much a, a gal painted who was pretty much I, I, I naked. I picked <laughs> up that she she wasn't wearing anything but paint. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what surprised me was the the killing of the children. Yeah, uh, I mean it was done primarily off, off screen, screen, yeah. But it, you're still killing kids. Yeah. yeah, you're still the the little girl who dies the first time yeah. because she brings him to him. Uh, I would, and then she's like, oh, First of all, you get the whole pedophilia. Yeah, it was it was creepy. creepy. It was creepy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then when he, ah, uh, you're like, oh my god, that's just a innocent yeah. little girl. Oh, uh! well, it's <laughs> even weirder is when he's undoing her, her ponytails and he yeah. moves her hair and it's like, okay, this is really this creepy. gets really yeah. creepy. Yeah. And she's smiling. Yeah. yeah. And, oh. and then, ah! <laughs> soon, soon as those teeth come out, <laughs> like yeah. And, and meanwhile, Anna or whatever is like getting Orga- off on Yeah, him. she's, she's orgasmic, coming. Yeah, uh, and and yeah, and then I felt bad for the the schoolmaster because she comes jumping out naked. Yeah, it's <laughs> your wife, dude. Yeah. And he just throws the shirt at her and walks by. I thought, how fucking brilliant was that? <laughs> how cold was Hammer? He just throws the shirt at her and walks by, and then doesn't. And then they whip her in the yeah, yeah. Uh, the town square. Yeah, right? the what's the, oh, yeah. what do they call that when you go through the that line? Ah, uh, oh, shit, Conga? Spanking machine? <laughs> There's a side of lance I never heard. You never did. I, don't know, we'll I never did. <laughs> no, it's the same thing when you're getting jumped into a gang and then you got to go down gauntlet. the line. Uh, gauntlet. gauntlet, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the gauntlet of them whipping the her. Spanking machine. <laughs> I'll explain. I'll explain. Oh, you it's, not quite, it's not quite as, as perverted as you guys are making it out to me. Like <laughs> you go through the spanking machine. <laughs> Uh, Naked. But no, she has to run the gauntlet with the whipping her, and uh, and he jumps in, <clears throat> and then she becomes the gypsy, gypsy, woman. gypsy woman. Yeah, and rips the cross off her daughter's neck so that she can be killed. Yeah. yeah. Holy Christ. Well, no, and that was, I thought that was an interesting <clears throat> part of the, the story was like the gypsy woman was like the 
mortal like familiar I, or, or, or like Renfield. Yeah, like Renfield or Renfield, something like where yeah. she was running interference for the vamp, yeah. like doing all the stuff that the vampires couldn't do. You know, yes. like ripping the cross off and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there were more in the circus that were like, because the strongman obviously David was, Cross crushes the cross, <laughs> cross yeah. Uh, and then he kind of laughs. No, no lines, so they didn't have to pay him so more. It's just like Darth Vader. Yes, this you could see where that came from. That evil. Uh, I just spent no lines. Not using his voice at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because then we would have heard it. <laughs> I'll crush your cross. <laughs> I'll crush your sticky cross. I am your father. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. <laughs> um, that was funny. <laughs> he was a big guy, though. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, but it was it was a, a fairly brutal film. I remember most hammers being brutal. <laughs> this is what I thought. But yeah, the, the kid thing is what really set to... That through. And, of course, Emil, we know from Raiders of the Lost Ark, who was the uh, Nazi underling. You're a kid. No. Uh-uh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even go through that. I didn't even write that shit down. Damn. I just figured everybody knew. Who, so. Well, I wanted to get the Doctor Who connection because that surprised me and excited me. There were so many people in Doctor <laughs> Who that uh, I was like, classic Who. Okay, let's go. Lala Ward. Ward. <laughs> Lala Ward. Lala Baker. Uh, I think that this was, no, prior to. Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah, no, it was prior to because uh, Ramon didn't come out till after that. Ramon was in the set, mid-70s. So this would have been before that. I don't see anything that says that this was filmed in uh, America. I don't think it was. Major was oh shit! He was the he was the the Nazi uh, major in yes. Yeah, didn't, not, didn't not that you said it, I saw. I, I, as soon I as I said it, you I'm see like, it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's him. Yeah, yeah you see it yeah. when you put a hat on him. Yeah, yeah. So all in all, I thought that this was a great little film. Uh, many many interesting little things, like the beheading of the vampire with the crossbow was a genius. Yeah, that yeah. was the one thing I take away from this one is wow. I, yeah. I just did not see yeah. that coming. Although the stupidity not just pulling the stake out of him. Like that I couldn't figure out I why mean, they didn't do even it. Even if you go at some sort of Hollywood and Emil can't touch it, we still have Anna. Anna can yank that thing out. Yeah, <laughs> and she doesn't seem to have a problem no. with it at all. What I didn't like is that they bit the daughter. They bit Dora, and they bit her for a while. Yeah. I mean, it was not quick. Uh, but Anna gets poked <sighs> once quickly, and she's dead. And the daughter lives to become a vampire. And kill the rest of the town. We all know that's coming. Oh, that's sequel. the sequel. Vampire Town. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so where does this one rank up there with the uh, rest of the Hammer films? We've been watching. Oh, I would... You're going to give it a high rating because Chuck Foles nudity and... Uh, the Doctor Who connection alone yeah. raises it points. But yes. Uh, and flying clowns. Dominique Blythe and a dwarf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, Tiger and a Black Panther. and They had everything in this thing. They, they, they went, even had a monkey. They did have a monkey. And they shot the fucking monkey. What the hell? They shot a lot of things. And then there were the 
flipping parts. Yeah, I know the flying, <laughs> flying, yeah, the flying with the clowns. superimposed bat. It was yeah, that was a little acid trippy for me. That was uh, that was the bats were not were stupid. Yeah, <laughs> that was a little acid trippy. Yeah, that for was me. like yeah. what? The bats were stupid. There was no purpose for the bats. So uh, to get to vampires, you don't have to show them turning into bats as they're flying. But I would still, yeah, uh, just for the nudity and the creepy and the... Uh, this is a four-star film. Really? Oh, okay. yeah. Hammer. Four-star hammer. It was... Uh, four hammers or four nails. <laughs> Whatever you want to call them. <laughs> four nails. Uh, yeah, it was. but it's a, it was an excellent movie. What'd you think, Keith? Uh, I liked it a lot. I thought it was a little trippy. Weird, Definitely a product of its time. The weird funhouse mirrors, and then the mirror that reflects what's going to happen, and all that. Weird and then, you, shit. yeah, they kind of the cross dimensional yeah, yeah, mirror where they pull the yeah, daughter yeah, through yeah. and stuff like that. I'll give it three and a half. Yeah, there was. Yeah, you know what? Uh, little, I think they, Hammer was getting a little. This was kind of coming to the end of their their run or whatever. This is one of probably one of the last ones that they did. Three and a half stars. I I I didn't want my time back. I kind of liked it. No. Oh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Quite All a bit. right. Quite a bit. Vampire Sword, guys. Give it a watch on Halloween. Let's know what you think. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right. So we are following along with the latest John Wick offering because this is from the world of John Wick, and that is the Continental. And we just watched episode two, or night two, if you will, called Loyalty to the Master. So Frankie... Winston Scott's brother has been killed. He and his wife, uh, Yen, swore revenge and recruit the gang from the uh, karate school. Dojo. From the dojo. <laughs> uh, so you've got... And Frankie's uh, old war buddies. Yeah, Frankie's old war buddies who are uh, Miles, his sister Lou, and their buddy Lemmy. And they also recruit an aging sniper by the name of Gene, played by Ray McKinnon, one of my favorite character actors. Uh, Lemmy, it's no relation to the guy from Motorhead. Motorhead. No. Um, sure? Yeah. Maybe that's where he got his name from. Uh, it, they realize that they're going to have to take the Continental from Cormac, and so they start uh, recruiting people, including the precursor to... Why am I... Completely drawing a blank on his name. Going, um, where are you go, Sharon? Not Sharon. Uh, the the homeless, the king of the homeless oh. guys. Uh, the king of the king of Harlem, king of Harlem, whatever. Uh, I'm trying to think of the actor. Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Okay. Thank you. I couldn't okay. think of his name. Okay, I get it. I thought you were going for the actual. Well, he's name. he's Lawrence, and there's kind of a guy who looks like a young Lawrence Fishburne working for the woman who runs the army of the of the uh, homeless. The homeless, it's allegedly. Um, Lou Lou runs a foul because they're they're um, the karate dojo is in Chinatown. She runs a foul of the local uh, Chinese mafia boss. Yes. And they keep uh, breaking her windows and, and this and that. And so the uh, Mafia boss sends some guys to fight Lou in one of the better fight scenes I have seen, movie, television, or no. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, you also have it really uh, was. It really Winston was. attempting to recruit Sharon. They imply that... Uh, 
did you get did you get that though the cellist was they were kind of attracted to each other or did you Oh, they were full on. You think so? They were full on or <laughs> they wanted to be. So yes, there's a cellist that plays in the continental. <laughs> you all right over there? Yeah. Look at uh, his bullshit. Who uh oh. was unzipped. <laughs> what am I doing here? What the hell am I doing here? You could be sleeping. I could be sleeping. I could be watching something. Um, Football's coming up soon. Yes, but uh, the cellist, <laughs> the cellist is going to go to a conservatory. Uh, Cormac to illustrate what a bastard he is sees this as some sort of betrayal or well, he's whatever. Trying to take Sharon away. He's from trying him. to take he's Sharon away no from. No one him. steals from Cormac, and so nobody one. steals from Cormac. So he beats the 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 cellist to death. In a fairly brutal scene, uh, and you uh, think, and Sharon uh, is they attempt to recruit Sharon uh, to their cause, but Sharon at the end sells them out to Cormac, dun, dun, dun. or so you think. So what do we think of the episode, boys? I, well, Brian, you before we started recording, you said this 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 kind of turned the corner for yes. you. I actually thought this was, with the exception of the 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 kung fu fight uh, outside of the dojo, I thought this was the weakest of the three episodes. Um, this is a pivotal setup to, to the, you know, this is the deceptive part where you think what it's going one way, yeah, it's going the other. Uh, so I think it's crucial to it. Uh, the second act is usually the slower leading into the grand finale, True. and that's what this is. Uh, I think there's some important parts of it, though. What do you think, Brian? I thought that the uh, the fight was interesting. I had we had just watched um, Legend of the Fist. And so I thought it was interesting that uh, it's a Chinese mobster, and she keeps calling it a dojo. And he's like, and finally, that's Japanese. Like, yeah, Japanese, yeah. one word. You change one word, uh, which I thought was funny. Uh, but I had a little more of an understanding. Um, and, yeah, that fight just kicked ass. It was fun. For, for a series that is setting up, or comes from the, the the John Wick world. There's not a lot of action in this. So the action scenes stick out. They do, and the third one, they kind of shoot the wad on the third yeah. one. Oh, okay. But they have in in the first two they have one, maybe one heavy action scene, maybe a light action scene, and that's all they got. But the the third one goes pretty balls out. I I don't I don't particularly see the reason for the cops yet. The cops pay off. Okay. The cops pay off. Uh, that I, I really didn't see. Um, I didn't see it coming either. I didn't see it coming either. The, the, I think you will be pleasantly surprised by the payoff. Okay. The, the, uh, I found it interesting. I love Katie McGrath's uh, adjudicator. I like the character. I like that character yeah. design. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with, the, with the half mask. Yeah. And there's obviously something there. Um, yeah, that gets paid off in the third one. Okay. But I like how he killed the cellist and she already knew it was. Yeah. She's, she's definitely the smartest one in the, in, yeah, in the whole room, she, you know, she's the, the boss of, you know, she's above him. So she wouldn't know. Right. But I mean, it was the, the information was that quick yeah. getting to her. He killed somebody on continental grounds. Yeah. Uh, you can't, or in the hotel. Yeah. yeah. You can't do that. And um, 
it, it just it had funneled to her that quickly. I, I liked that aspect of it. That information moves that fast. Uh, yeah, that was a brutal scene. Uh, and I think it's going to be necessary, but yuck. 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 Those are strong words. Yeah, I don't. I'm not holding back. I'm not holding back. Yuck! I think you guys can feel it. I got chills. (laughs) Uh, I like. uh, I really like the character of Yen. I really Yen. There's some of the tertiary characters in this. Yen, (laughs) Lemmy, Gene, the 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 old sniper who's who's you know go get some glasses. Yeah, the sights are off. No, they're not. You need glasses. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he missed the first. Time. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "What?" Uh yeah. It's almost like, um, not that I mind the guy playing Winston Scott or or Cormac or any of them or Sharon or anything, but the 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 the, the third tier characters are some of the ones that are most endearing to me. The they build characters. There's a lot of depth to on the bench. Well, yeah, exactly, and and even with Miles and Lou, like their sainted father who started this and fought. There's a payoff to that, you know. Oh, okay. And it's like, it, it's yeah. there's a lot of layers, and, and again, just like John Wick, there's a lot of layers to this. Yeah, you know? and it ties up really sort of well in, in this. Well, they they created a world that everything functions well in, and that is intriguing enough, and they don't. What I enjoy uh, is that they don't spend a lot of exposition. They'll mention something, yeah, yeah. and you, you, the so coin press. See something, they yeah, don't, yeah. they don't, they have not explained what the coin press does, why it's important. You've seen the coins, but you don't know. This that, is like a, again, and I, and I'm seeing the whole thing, and I know you haven't watched the third one yet. There's like everything they're setting up for. It's almost like a good heist movie or like The Sting or something like that yes. where there's a payoff for every one of these things. You're kind of, well, what's the importance of the the coin press and stuff like that? Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously it's the, the currency of this of the high table or whatever, yeah. but there's a payoff to it. You <laughs> they know? haven't explained the high table. I mean, it, there's like a lot that they, but I enjoy that because it makes me want to know more. It makes me want to get more into the world. Well, and that's, I, I've always been a big fan of like, you, you, and they do this a lot in high school. Oh, well, I haven't had, you know, they did it a lot in like Ocean's Eleven. Like, oh, remember, you know, that time in Kansas City with Phil, what's his name? Oh, he died of skin cancer? I, those little like throwaway where you go, well, there's something more to this than yes. just what's happening <laughs> yes. here. You yes. Know? Yeah. And and they don't have to explain. No. Uh, well, this is going to be the high table. A group of. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> you no, know, no. they don't. Yeah. Well, uh, even uh, whoever the lady is who's running homeless, you, you, you don't. There's not a guy where she references Lawrence Fishburne's yeah. name. But he's wearing the same, like, yeah, scarf, yeah, yeah. and he's got the big coat and stuff yeah. like that. And you yeah, go, and oh, just, that's Lawrence Fishburne. He's just sort you know? of in the background. Yeah. And he's not, like, there's no special attention paid to him. You pick up on it. You pick and up again, on speaking of another tertiary character, what a fat, I mean, like, I thought she was fantastic. Yes. Oh, I don't want your money. I want love. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I yeah. fucking you could have made this any more seventies by doing yes. that. You know. Yes. And and when the the, the three things pull up, the three uh, SUVs pull up, and and in like a second, everybody's dead. They're in them and they're gone. Yeah. What? 
Yeah. And then and, people and are then just these wandering are the, these, again. These yeah. professional killers from the Continental. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, just they don't know what sheer surprise. Yeah. yeah. These guys just, you know, oh, I'm cleaning your 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 windshield, yeah. stuff like that. They're all dead. Yeah, yeah. I, that Fuck can be great. Yeah. How it, how it just, wow. Um, so, yeah, it, for for me, this seemed to add a little more meat to the bone. Um, I'm more excited now to see. I actually had to stop and not watch the third. All right. So, again, this is, you're basically getting a... a Four and a half hour, you know, epic movie out of this, but yeah. it's easily digestible in hour and a half bits. The payoff in the in the end, like there's a couple where you go, oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, Keith is absolutely his his assessment of this is right. This is the the setup so you get the very satisfying ending. Yes. Okay. So we're so you you obviously had to stop yourself. So you were so into it, yes. you were ready to go into the third one. Yes, uh, I had. I, Planning to watch them all before we even said do this, so it's like I was deep in the second one when we started this, and I finished it. I couldn't. You have more no self control. No, not no at all. I, I'm on my second viewing for all these, so I, yeah. that shows goes to show. I, there's very few things that I watch twice that isn't Big Trouble in Little China. So <laughs> <laughs> that should be a t-shirt. All right. <laughs> Well, that is the second episode of The Continental. We are looking forward to the payoff in the third. Stick with us on this.